live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Gentlemen, I want you to hit that rumble button like it's Friday because it is Elevate Family. Let's go. Time to rumble, baby. Here we go. TGIF, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much. You're locked and loaded right here on LFA TV once again. Thank you for sticking around. This is Live from America, and I'm your ever so humbled, God fearing, and God loving host of the show today and every day, Jeremy Harrell, the hip hop patriot, and me and Eli, producer Eli, we're broadcasting as always from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire, and it is our pleasure, our honor, and a blessing from Almighty God to be here with you guys. If you're listening in your cars, if you're watching at work, if you're watching at home, if you're watching on digital TV, if you're watching on Rumble, we're going to ask you to come to Rumble and make sure you share the Rumble link. This is where we want to drive people, but we know people like to watch and listen in other ways. But we really love to have people right here on Rumble because we want to see the chats, we want to see our Rumbles, and we want to be able to talk with you guys. So thank you again for being here. Boy, we're wrapping up one heck of a week here. I'd like to give a shout out. To not only the LFA family, but the LFA TV hosts. You guys are working so hard. Producer Frankie, producer Eli, they're working so hard. They're doing the job of five, ten different people. And we really do appreciate their hard work because there's never a dull moment. There's not even barely time to eat. Jeremy, did you did Field of Greens make you lose that 80 pounds? Well, yeah, that and lack of eating because we're working so hard. But we really do appreciate you guys. We love being here right alongside you. We love bringing you the news just as much as we love talking with you guys. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Share and rumble. We're going to start out today with the, uh, the, the opening video uh, with something that Ron DeSantis said. Ron DeSantis was asked about his possible presidential announcement again. Since we are in May and the legislation, uh, the uh, the Florida legislative session is about to commence, I mean, uh, c- conclude, and we know that's when he's supposed to make his announcement. And what I don't like, what I don't like about a candidate is when they become a politician, okay? Donald Trump is not a politician. He was a candidate. He was a president. He's helped everybody else in the world get elected. He helped Ron DeSantis get elected. And when you ask Donald Trump a question, he gives you a a very, very straightforward answer. And if he can't give you an answer due to, say, like campaign finance laws, what he can say is, look, we're looking very seriously at it. And we'll we'll make that announcement, you know, when the time comes. But we are looking very seriously at it. And uh, I do have people in, in place and ready for when we're making that announcement. But every time you hear Ron DeSantis ask this question, He either gives you a very weird answer or he gives you now, 
you'll see a very political answer. And this is exactly what we hoped would never happen with Ron DeSantis. I got to be honest with you. The guy had such promise. So again, he was asked, and his answer is the most Mitt Romney, Liz Cheney, Kevin McCarthy-ish answer I have ever heard in my entire life. And this is what really makes me disrespect this guy. Go ahead. Let's, uh, let's roll it. You can't really hear the question, but they're asking about the presidential race. Well, look, I mean, I've sold everybody when I got elected uh, in November. That was like the number one question. I said, look, I'm going to I'm going to use this opportunity to do what I promised. And so I was I've been really intent on doing that. As you know, the budget is will be passed on Friday. We got to go through the budget. We got to go through the bills. You got to sign bills. I don't know that I'm going to veto a lot of legislation. I haven't seen a lot of necessarily bad stuff, but who knows? Yeah, you know, you go through that. So, so that takes a little bit of time. But um, look, at the end of the day, uh, these things uh, will, uh, will will happen in relatively uh, due course. I mean, you know, you know, the season is what it is. I mean, there's only only so much time. But I think that. Uh, so many people just didn't understand that, you know, you, you win an election and you need to do something with, with what you've done and that that should have been my focus. And that's what has been our focus. And I think of the things that we said we were going to do, I don't think there's anything that we haven't done. And I think that we actually did even more than certainly we've done more than what we even promised in the campaign. And uh, I think that's really been probably true since I've been governor. We actually make big promises. Most people over promise and under deliver. Uh, you know, we make big promises, but then we exceed even that high bar. And I think that's what, we'll, what we've done throughout, but definitely with this legislative session. So it's exciting to be a part of it. It's exciting that people are, are looking to Florida. And I see it too. I mean, I go, you know, different people come. We actually have legislators, they'll come to me from other states. They want to meet with our legislators. They want to meet with my team to be able to talk about, like, how are you guys doing all this? And, um, you know, part of the reason we're able to do it is because, you know, we believe in just leading. And we don't think you got to put your finger in the wind. We don't worry about the media. We don't worry about, we worry about doing what's right. And when you do what's right and you stand for the right things, people got your back and, and people want to see you succeed. And so that's what's ended up happening in, in Florida. But th this will definitely be, I think, a marker in our state's history. I don't know what Ron DeSantis said there, number one. Number two, he sounds a lot like uh, Mean Gene Kareen, Jean-Pierre. He sounds a lot like, I mean, that sounds like a very White House press secretary style answer to me. And again, that's not what you were asked, Ron. So you went on this two and a half minute tangent about how great you've done for your state, but that wasn't the question you were asked. Now, how about say, no, I'm not running. Yes, we're, ve we're looking very seriously into running, and I think I'd be a good candidate. How about just be transparent? That's not announcing your candidacy. That's announcing that you have an exploratory commission, uh, uh, a committee out there. That's all. And there's nothing wrong with that. How about just say it? But that right there, when I saw that answer, I was like, not only does he look defeated, he definitely looks defeated. I mean, can we pop that look up on the screen? Look at his face. That looks defeated to me. That doesn't look like enthusiastic, joyful, happy, uh, optimistic Ron DeSantis. That looks like defeated, deflated. Wow, I'm tired because I've been traveling the world, campaigning for president, running a shadow campaign. President Trump does about five rallies a day, bro, and he's 74. 
and he's 74 or 70, what is 72, whatever age he is, 75. He's in his mid 70s and he can do five, he can do five uh, rallies a day. He can travel the world. He can make deals abroad and he can come home and he can crush Antifa and have a rally. You look defeated, 76 years old. All right, thanks, Eli. He looks defeated to me. But the answer that we got when asked about it, that was the worst part. That was the worst part. Let's do some Rumble shout-outs. We got about two minutes to do some Rumble shout-outs here. So uh, if you can let us know where you're watching from and what your name is, that would be appreciated. Let's pop it up on the screen. How you doing, Ruby? Good to see you. I know we got some birthdays in the building. So if anybody can uh, say whose birthday it is, we'd like to do that. Um, We got... uh, Suzanne, how you doing? Good to see you, Suzanne. We got Iowa in the building. Nancy, good to see you. Chris D.L., Kathy from Central New York, it's good to see you. Defleated DeSantis, there you go, Ron Defleated. There you go, that's a, that's a good one. Uh, Linda from Minnesota, good to see you. I hope to see you guys all in Iowa next week. We will be covering the Trump rally there. And for all those who can't make Iowa, make sure you're locked and loaded right here on LFA TV next Saturday from 2 p.m. on because we'll be running coverage all day. Tammy, good to see you. How are you? Heather from Wisconsin, thank you very much. God bless. Thank you for being here. Michelle from Massachusetts, my neighbor to the south, how are you? Naomi from Mesa, Arizona. Tammy is in the building. Barb from Canada, how are you, Barb? Penny is in the house, how are you? Good to see you. Julie from South Carolina. Uh, Sandra from Fort Lauderdale. Dana from California. Darlene from Michigan, good to see you. Charmaine is in the building. Thank you very much for being here, Charmaine. I appreciate you. We've got Bev in Tennessee, Tom from Indiana, Jill from Indiana, Spencer from Tennessee. How are you? Good to see you. Joe from Michigan is in the building. Terry from Central Oregon. Brenda from Southwest Virginia. How are you? Listening from Delaware. How are you? Uh, Good to see you, Ed Hart. Thank you very much. Jacqueline is in the building. Wow, you guys are so great. Thank you all for being here. I appreciate it so very much. Please make sure you rumble. And share the Rumble link. We really want the Rumble link shared out. And, I, and as promised, I told you guys I promised it would happen, and it happened. There they are. Christ 2024 handbags. JeremyHerald.com. Limited amount. Get them while you can. And, we, of course, we've got the Christ 2024 Save America t-shirts coming. Those should be here uh, very soon as well. We've got more handbags coming. Now, it says there's 23 in stock. I'm going to have to reach out to my guy. There's actually... Uh, uh, well, there's, I think, 90 in stock now. They're at 100 of them. But very limited edition Christ 2024 tote bags. Get them now, $29.99 on JeremyHarrell.com. Let's go to the, um, let's go to Jesus Listens today. Now, if you did, if you missed Rise Up today or if you missed Rise Up yesterday, I highly encourage you, highly, highly encourage you to go back and watch Rise Up today and yesterday. And if you can only watch one, I would watch yesterday because we had a miracle happen, and I'll just leave it at that. We had a miracle happen on the show. Yes, you're right. Christ should be every year, but we're in election season, so I just figured it would be great. Here we go. May 5th, glorious Savior, help me to live in the present, giving my entire attention to you and what you're doing right now. I don't want to get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow. Yet I confess that entrusting my tomorrows to you goes against the grain of my human nature, against my strong desire to feel in control. The truth is I waste a lot of time 
thinking about the future. I found that trying not to think about something is usually ineffective and counterproductive. My effort to stop thinking about the matter keeps me chained to those thoughts. We talked about being a chain, uh, being uh, in chains and being a slave today, didn't we? On Rise Up. It's so true. It is so true. However, I can break free from my focusing uh, by focusing my attention on you and what you are doing in my life. You are my living Lord, and you'll always do, you're always doing new things. The main thing that keeps me chained to future thoughts is my fear of what tomorrow might bring, wondering whether or not I'll be able to cope with it. But your word reassures me that you will help me deal with whatever comes, hard things come my way when the time comes. And like we talked about on Rise Up today, guys, I had a really hard time. I felt so distant about a week and a half or so ago from God. I felt so distant. And I was doing yard work. It was a weekend. I felt like I couldn't even pray to him without my mind racing on a billion things. So I put in my earbuds. I went to Deuteronomy. And I just put it on and I pressed play. And within 15 minutes, I was so glued to the word of God, I wasn't thinking about all those millions of thoughts that were running through my head. So please try it, okay? Please try it. Not as a partial to that bag, Christ all the time, or is it insinuating that Trump is Christ? <laughs> it's not insinuating anything. It's just using the election at hand, something 2024, and saying, if you want to save America in 2024, go to Christ. That's what it's saying. So many people read so much into it. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Please remove your hats. And let's go to God. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Again, folks, if you want to make America great again, you got to make America godly again. And what better thing to do in 2024 than to make America godly again? Let's start right now, amen? How many of you feel that same way? I know I do. Anyway, folks, uh, right before the first and foremost section of the day, OFP Farms, guys, all of your natural products, all of your goat farm products, whether it's uh, the... Soap, whether it's the lip balms, the shampoo, the beard oil, whatever it is, all of those products that you spend so much money on in the grocery store and when you go to Walmart, whatever, you can get Mother's Day boxes pre-gift, pre-wrapped, ready to go. You're going to get the box in the mail. All you got to do is bring a card and the box to your mom, and it's already built with love from OFP Farms. You've got very few days left. OFPFarms.com ofpfarms.com and if you use the promo code it's all one LFA mom 20 LFA mom 20 you get 20% off mother's day gifts prepackaged ready to go you've got bath bombs in there you've got lip bombs in there you've got soap sticks in there you've got uh chapsticks in there all of it LFA mom 20 we'll get you 20% off OFP farms today all right let's lift up our cups and let's have our first slurp of the last show of this week here on Live from America. Mm-mm. Jeremy, can you bring some merch with you to Iowa? We will be bringing some rumble gear to throw out for sure. 
Uh, I don't know how much merch we can bring because we got a lot of stuff to bring. So here we go. First and foremost section of the day. I'd like to thank our own producer, Eli, for working so very hard to make our production what it is because the first and foremost section today is absolute breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. So let's go ahead and click it. Breaking news here on LFA TV today that came across the wires late last night, and that is we're closing in on Barack Hussein Obama. And what do I mean by that? How many people remember that Muslim convert, John Brennan? Or how about that liar, James Clapper? Because James Clapper and John Brennan are now forced. These are top Biden officials. These were top Obama officials, folks. Okay? Top Biden and Obama officials. James Clapper and John Brennan will now be forced to testify under oath before the House committee. And this is James Comer. This is Jim Jordan. This is honey badgers going after them because they know the buck stops with Obama. They know that. They know that 100%. And now, ladies and gentlemen, former CIA director John Brennan and former DNI, Director of National Intelligence, James Clapper will be forced to testify before the House Weaponization Subcommittee about the statement that they signed in 2020 discrediting the Hunter Biden laptop as Russia propaganda. And these two, ladies and gentlemen, these two, these two, I was going to call them men, these two lack of men. That's exactly what they are. Bring them up on the screen. This is those two. This are, these are the two losers that were behind a lot of the Obama-Biden destruction and coup of President Donald J. Trump, especially when it comes to the Hunter Biden laptop. Now, let's go back to November of 2022, when James Comer told reporters that Jim Jordan, uh, Jim Jordan wants to interview all 51 of these intel leaders. Brennan and Clapper, you're up first. The House Subcommittee of the Weaponization of the Federal Government will receive testimony from the two top intelligence officials who were behind a push to label the Hunter Biden laptop as disinformation, which is a massive, massive lie. And it was all done with the intent on swinging the, uh, uh, unbalancing the scales of the election. That's the problem here, folks. As disinformation, as the investigations into um, resident Biden's son ramped up, former CIA director James Brennan will give a transcribed interview on May 11th and former Director of National Intelligence James Clapper on May 17th, so a week apart. A source familiar with the plans told DailyMail.com. Now, both Brennan and Clapper signed a letter by 51 former intelligence officials who claimed that Hunter Biden's laptop had all the classic earmarks of Russian information operations. The subcommittee, led by Chairman Jim Jordan of Ohio, has already interviewed Mike Morrell. Now, we're going to get to Mike Morrell in a minute because Mike Morrell, the, the, the email from Mike Morrell and, these, and all, of these, uh, uh, all of these discussions, uh, we're going to get to that right next. But a former deputy CIA director, an acting CIA director, who said that the confer- conversation with Biden's Secretary of State and Antony Blinken, okay, now you've got the CIA, you've got the FBI, you've got the National... Um, You've got the CIA, you've got the FBI, you've got the uh, Secretary of State under Antony Blinken, and you've got the Director of National Intelligence. All of these major alphabet agencies working to what? To make sure that anybody who says that Hunter Biden's laptop 
is uh was his and it was it was Russian information and that's how they got me and many people off Facebook. That's how they got the world to stop talking about it. Classic Chinese uh response, CCP response to uh, dissenting information outside the narrative, outside the agenda. And all of it was a lie. To do what? To put the finger on the scales of the election. To, that's, that's what they did. Uh, Secretary of State Antony Blinken absolutely triggered his interest in organizing the letter, which then went out just before the 2020 election. Biden and his campaign at the time cited that the letter as reason to discredit the laptop. So that's what they used. And that's what CNN ran with. That's what MSNBC ran with. That's what ABC, CBS ran with. That's what Twitter ran with. That's what the third-party fact-checkers ran with. That's what the social media companies like uh, Facebook ran with. That's what Google ran with. That's what YouTube ran with. So anybody that said anything about what we know now is 100% true, we knew it then, was kicked off Facebook, kicked off Twitter, t- kicked off Truth, uh, I mean, uh, uh, YouTube. And anybody who said it on national news was liable to a lawsuit. So I wonder how things are going to happen now when we get these people under oath like James Brand, uh, James Clapper and, and John Brennan. And now let's get to the email. And uh, John Solomon actually had a really good piece on this last night. And instead of breaking down every, uh, all of the, the email and all of the documents, I think going to John Solomon, who reported this on his Just the News, Not Noise program, probably the best uh, thing we could do. So let's bring that up now. Here is there the news. Is. Just a short while ago, Just the News obtained this email. This is a very important email. It comes from the former CIA director, Mike Morrell. Yes, the guy that organized that letter from the 51 intelligence professionals who tried to fake you into thinking that the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation when it wasn't. Uh, it is between him and John Brennan, one of the signatories. You know who John Brennan is. He was Obama's CIA director, right? He's the guy that told Obama, hey, Hillary Clinton is doing a dirty trick on Donald Trump called Russia collusion. Well, this is just before the presidential debate between Donald Trump and, Hunter, uh, and uh, Joe Biden. Hunter Biden's laptop is, is flinging out there. This is what Mike Morrell, former CIA director, tells his successor, John Brennan. Hey, sign this letter because I'm, quote, trying to give the campaign, particularly during the debate on Thursday, a talking point to push back on Trump on this issue. A man with a security clearance, a man with the title of CIA director, knew that he wasn't creating an intelligence product, uh, a a Merrick civic duty with 51 people. He was trying to create a political moment. Damning evidence. We'll try to find out if Congress has this letter, but this is a very important piece. It is the ultimate proof that what went out on that letter was a political dirty trick coordinated with the Biden campaign. 100% it was. And, and, and the crazy part about it was you have a, a national alphabet agency working to do whatever they can for a political party that is not even in power just so they can help get him in power. If that isn't as dirty as the pay for play with foreign nationals, I don't know what is. If that doesn't put you in prison, I don't know what does. And of course, things will happen in due time. And Goldie says nothing will happen to Brennan and Clapper. Guess we'll see, won't we? Time will tell. Time will tell. But you know what? A lot of people never thought that we would take the House of Representatives. A lot of people never thought that we would get these investigations and these committees. And even more people thought that there's no way we would ever be able to subpoena those in power 
in front of any kind of a judicial committee or any kind of oversight committee. And here we are. So I'll just say God works in mysterious ways. And if God wills it, then it will happen. And my opinion, nor your opinion, will change the outcome of what God wills. So I think, uh, I think there's gonna be, this is going to be an interesting election cycle. And I would put my money, says that they are going to replace Biden as absolute quick as they can. As quick as they absolutely can. That's, that's just what I think. All right, moving on. Um, yesterday I told you that Ukraine actually, by way of just by way of putting out the stamp, they put Ukraine put out that national new postage stamp that basically took credit for them pushing that drone behind enemy lines to the one of the strongest countries in the world with some of the best technology in the world, and somehow was able to uh, do a, a failed assassination attempt drone strike on the Kremlin. Well. After last night, Ukraine came out and absolutely unequivocally and, unoffi- and, and officially took credit for the drone strike. And what did I tell you was going to happen? I told you that everybody in the world was going to know that the United States was behind it. Everybody in the world knows that Ukraine has zero capability to do, to do anything. I think the Ukraine would lose to France within side of a day without using nukes. Even wussy France would be able to hand-to-hand combat, take out Ukraine. So we all said, well, everybody's going to blame the U.S. for this. Everybody's going to blame the U.S. for this. And a Russian spokesperson, Dmitry Peskov, has now come out and is accusing the United States of America of backing Ukraine's drone attack on Kremlin. And what does that do for us, ladies and gentlemen? Nothing but stoke the flames of World War III. Everybody and their brother knows that the United States and the CCP are in on all of this World War III, uh, fanning the flames of World War III, I should say. Fanning the flames of World War III. Jeremy sent you an email about Isabella appalled. I'll try to get to it. I don't know. She must have said something that you didn't like. Uh, If she did, I'll try to get to it. I don't know. Um... World War III is, is definitely more important, and that's what we're at the precipice of. And, you can, and, you, and we saw this coming months ago. We knew this was coming months ago. During a conversation, um, Peskov said that the Russian authorities would investigate into the drone attacks on the presidential residence. He did not name the terms of the investigation, indicating that it was a prerogative of the investigation committee. Two copper sheets of Kremlin Palace domes were, were damaged, and the dome of the Senate Palace of the Kremlin has had two copper sheets scorched as a result of the attacks. And they are they're going to put the blame completely on the United States of America. I tried to use the code on the chainsaw yesterday. That's because there's no code. It's just TACRITELFATV.com. There's no code. It's just TACRITELFATV.com, and there's no code. Just by going to TACRITELFATV.com, that is, the, uh, that is the promo code itself. So you don't need to put in a promo code. I hope that helps, okay? Um, so that's not good news. That's not good news at all. And while we've got the incompetence and basically the stoking of the World War III flames abroad, and while we're putting everybody's attention on that, and while we're getting everybody uh, ready for World War III, and while, and, and while the, the, the White House tells you, oh, we've got everything under control, while all that's going on abroad, we're getting invaded at home right now as we speak. 
and you've got the garbage pail kid of the White House coming out saying the border is more secure than it's ever been. We've taken border security a top priority since day one. Unbelievable. I can't say what it's going to look like after uh, after May 11th. What do you mean? What do you mean you can't say? The administration has taken the challenges that we see at the border very seriously since day one. Oh, yeah. Yep. Since day one, they've been taking the challenges that they see at the border very seriously. Very seriously. Does anybody want to remind me who they made border czar? Remember, you know how Obama, he liked czars, right? Because if he got a czar, he wouldn't have to have them push through Congress, right? As an official position. This is just a czar. Remember? Does anybody want to remind me who Biden placed as border czar? I believe it was Kamala Harris. Have we ever seen, we seen her one time and she didn't even go to the place where she was supposed to go. Biden never goes. Oh, we've been taking border security very seriously. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, I know for certain that Kirsten Sinema, who belongs to your party and who's a senator in Arizona, she told Fox News. Let me tell you what Kirsten Sinema told Fox News. It is not secure. It is not safe. Anybody with eyes would be able to tell you that. That is Democrat U.S. Senator Kirsten Sinema from Arizona says to Fox News, she told Brett Bayer, it is not secure, it is not safe, and anybody with eyes would be able to see that. That is a Democrat. But we don't have to take her word for it. All you have to do is watch LFA TV and you've seen every single video that shows proof of that. But when your own Democrat senator representative or a senator from Arizona says it is not safe, it is not secure, anybody with eyes would be able to see that, pretty sure you got a problems on, problem on your hands, and it is a full invasion. And speaking of invasion, something that really kind of PO'd me yesterday, something that really ticked me off yesterday. You guys know C.J. Pearson of PragerU? Let me see if I can pull this up for you. C.J. Pearson of PragerU. I don't have a problem with this kid. I think, he's a, I think he's a Republican. I think he, he does a lot of what he does for likes and views, right? He understands that being a black Republican will get everybody to look at you. I don't know. That's another thing I never understood about Republicans. They're so quick to, oh, look, a drag, a drag queen Trump supporter. We got we to gotta get them on our, they're on our side. Yay. Oh, look, a black Republican Trump supporter. We got to put them out in front of the camera. Like it, it's just another way to, uh, of saying this is a token Trump supporter or a token Republican. So I want to bring this up here real quick. Let's bring this up. Put it, let's do a side-by-side here. This kind of ticked me off yesterday because this just happened one day ago. Bring it up on the screen. Roll it. To the border on last week, and I heard stories of atrocities that have no place in the United States of America. I heard stories of young women sold into human trafficking. I heard stories of ranchers telling me, American citizens telling me that they felt abandoned by their own government. That is not the America that I know. And I know that it's not the America that I love, where we put the cartel above the people of this country. That's not the America I know, because a nation without borders is not a nation at all. This isn't a partisan issue. We have to ensure that our national security remains intact, that the security of our border remains all intact, right, all right. because it will define- right, I've had enough, I've had enough. Do you wanna know why that makes me mad? Not because what he's saying is true, he, what he's saying is 100% true. This is why it makes me mad. Because PragerU, 
a company with vast resources. Send C.J. Pearson to the border, and I want to read to you what he says when he puts out his, this, this post. After visiting the border recently, I've come to the conclusion that what's happening on our southern border isn't just a crisis, it's an all-out invasion. Yesterday, we are live. Somebody said, why aren't we live today? We are live. You're actually talking in the chat where we're live. What teased me out, what pees me off about that is that was just yesterday. Just yesterday, Prager U is going to declare in all of their information and in all of their investigatory reporting that we're under an invasion. Really? How long is we how long have we been screaming that? Look, I've come to the look, I'm glad somebody saw it. I'm glad they're doing it. I'm glad they're saying it. That's not my I understand I'm splitting hairs here. I'm what makes me mad is that I feel like we're the Paul Revere of news. That we go around and we're screaming at the top of our lungs every day. And I'm screaming and I'm getting mad and I'm yelling at the camera and people go, Jeremy, I don't like you yelling anymore. I'm not going to watch your show anymore. Screaming at the top of our lungs for over a year. And these companies that are supposed to be conservative, that have vast resources. Somebody said, you're not sure why I'm mad? Why I'm mad is because it's too late. That's why I'm mad. I'm mad because it's too late. And if Fox News and PragerU and TPUSA, and if they, could, if they cared just a little bit more about what's really happening in this country, then the world would know it because the world doesn't watch LFA TV. It's okay. But, I guess, but guess what? These other people, they know exactly what we know. And they... Have, n- have not been sounding the alarm. And I get it. Lat says it's never too late. But what I'm saying is we would not be in this position if the American people absolutely knew a year ago that we were under an invasion. So when I ran for office back in November of last year, nobody knew that we were under an invasion. And I'm sitting here and I'm saying, we're under an invasion, we're under an invasion, and people are rolling their eyes and rolling their eyes. But now Prager U comes out and says we're under an invasion. And you go through the top, you go through the, the, um, the comment section and they're like, I never knew. I never knew it was this bad. You never knew it was this bad? Who would have ever thought it was this bad? Oh, trust me, sweetie. It's 20 times worse than you think it is. Then they just told you from PragerU. So I get it. in, in, In one sense, I'm splitting hairs, and I should be happy that it's getting out there. I am. And I'm sorry if if I'm if I'm coming off that I'm not appreciative, because I am appreciative that it's finally getting out. But when you go down there and you spend money on a podium and you spend money on marketing and advertising and you've got an American flag flowing behind you and you're and you're doing and you call a news press conference and you're just doing this now a year too late. It kind of ticks me off. I'm just saying, I know I'm I know I'm splitting hairs, so I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on. Let's go talk. You know what? Actually, I want to see what you guys think. Am I am I being a little bit too? Am I being a little bit too hard on it, on the situation? Let me know, because you guys hold me accountable more than anybody. Let's see. what. Let's see. Uh, they never knew because they are listening to the wrong people. Jeremy, I agree with you, but we have to keep saying it. Yeah, we do. You're right. And that's why I'm not, I felt like I'm, I'm being a little bit too much. If you're not pissed about everything, you need help. We, the people, need to sue the Biden regime. I agree. I agree. Uh, but it's about time. Where are these people? Oh, that's right. Buried their head in the sand. If anybody wants to uh, help organize, please contact Jixer, Jixer Trickster at gmail.com. There it is right there. 
Uh, they suck, Jeremy. Better late than never. I get you, Bad Moon. That's why I, that's why I feel a little bit bad about saying it. I just, it just got me a little bit mad. Too quick, I guess. Uh, you have the right to be upset. Uh, thank you. I understand how you feel. It's frustrated that they're barely speaking on it. You're not wrong. Uh, no, you're not. Never, Jeremy. You're not hard enough. <laughs> I think sometimes probably. I love CJ, but I agree with you. And that's where I am. I think CJ's a good kid. I do. I really do. But if these people... If we're going to be, you know, sharing these videos and sharing their stuff, at least they could be on the up and up. At least they could be current. You know what I mean? And it's not like these people didn't know we were being invaded. So why now? Why just now? Ben has been putting his life on the line every day. It's just, I'm just going to move on. I'm sorry. Let's, let's go to our... Um, let's go to our sponsor of the day, and that is 4Patriots.com. Look, these guys get it. These guys are preparing. These guys are not waiting until it's too late. These guys are ahead of the game. 4Patriots.com. Now, I have this exact unit that you see right here, okay? This was the big boy until they put the new big boy out. All right, so this unit right here is very powerful, meaning that if the power goes out in your area or if a natural disaster comes and you're out without you know, power for days, this thing can run everything in your house that you need as a necessity to run. You can keep all of your food in your refrigerator frozen. You can keep it refrigerated. You can keep things charged. I mean, this thing throws off more power than I ever thought. So go to fourpatriots.com. You don't need gas. You don't need, all you need is the sun to come up. And I'm pretty sure God's going to have that happen tomorrow. All right. So go to 4 use the promo code LFA, and you'll get 10% off. And every dollar you spend at 4Patriots, whether it's the, the solar generator or the survival food or the battery-powered uh, power packs or whatever it is, all, every por- uh, do- uh, uh, dollars from every one of your purchases go towards veterans and veterans' families. So what better, what, what better, uh, what better reason do you need, right? Let's move on. Arizona Supreme Court. I told you guys I would keep you on the up and up with, with Carrie Lake. And I, I've been telling you about the signature verification process that her attorneys have been showing the court. And when they showed the court, I saw a two-minute video. Okay, I saw a two-minute video where they showed uh, the signature verification process. And when they put the signature verification process in place and they put it up against the, the real signature, it didn't even come close to looking real. It didn't even come close to looking real. And the Arizona Supreme Court has now ordered a hearing to continue with the signature verification process. Let's get into that. On Thursday, the Arizona Supreme Court ordered court proceedings to take place forthwith regarding Kerry Lake's election challenge on Maricopa County's alleged violations of its signature verification process in last year's general election. While granting one section, but denying attorney fees requests by the defendants. Um, Lake, the Arizona GOP gubernatorial nominee, fell about 17,000 votes short in the 2022 election against then-Secretary of State Shady Slobs. She is suing Shady Slobs who is the current Democratic governor, illegitimately, much like Biden. In addition, current Secretary of State Adrian Fontes and Maricopa County election officials and and is requesting that the election results be invalidated or that she be declared the winner. Lake's case was reviewed by the Arizona Supreme Court in March, which remanded one of her seven accounts to trial court and allowed sanctions against her to be considered. The remanded account or account was Lake's claim to that Maricopa County violated its signature verification process in the 2022 election. 
That signature verification allegation was remanded to the Maricopa County Superior Court, which was waiting on the high court to determine if she must pay sanctions to Hobbs and Fontes regarding her 35,563 unaccounted early ballots being added to Maricopa's final tally. So here's how it went down. The Supreme Court granted the defendant's request of $2,000 in sanctions to Carrie Lake's counsel. She has to pay those. However, they also said and ordered that the court move forward with the signature verification court hearing process. So, good news, she only has to pay $2,000 for the sanctions. Better news that the Supreme Court is ordering it to move forward with the signature verification process. Because judging by the video that was put out by her attorneys in court, nobody on earth would be able to deny because they didn't even look like the same language, let alone the same signature. So, I'd like to give a Smarty Award of the day to the Arizona Supreme Court for moving the court case further because proof showed otherwise from the defendant's claim. So, Smarty Award of the day, ladies and gentlemen, is going to go to the Arizona Supreme Court because Carrie Lake won. Let's go. Gets the Smarty Award of the day. Moving on. Remember how I told you that the White House named Kamala Harris, cackling Kamala Harris, the cackling jackal, the the southern border czar, and she did such a great job at that. She did such a bang-up job. The White House has just given her another czar position. I need a drink of coffee. You ready for this? You're going to love this. The White House names Kamala Harris AI czar. To save humanity from an artificial intelligence, Eli. The woman who has zero intelligence has now been named the artificial intelligence czar in order for her to save humanity from artificial intelligence. This is not a joke. It's no joke. It's not a joke, folks. It's no joke. It's real. You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier. No, I'm not lying. It's real. You ready? You can't make it up. You can't make this stuff up. This is real. This is not one of my jokes. The Biden regime revealed its plan yesterday to slow the development of artificial intelligence in response to mounting concerns that advancements in AI could replace humanity someday. Kamala Harris, who has the lowest approval rating, the lowest IQ, and the lowest level of intelligence of any unelected or elected official ever, has been given the title of AI czar and will be in charge of leading the initiative designed to protect humanity against artificial intelligence. The new initiative will have a budget of $140 million. So they are giving the zero intelligence Kamala Harris $140 million and the title of czar to curb the risk and the dangers that artificial intelligence poses to humanity. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to kind of shut this down right now by saying that the lack of intelligence that Kamala Harris possesses, or lack thereof, I guess you should say, is far more of a risk to humanity than AI. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say it. I don't know what you guys think, but I, 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 would, I would bet you would agree. Her lack of intelligence is far more of a danger to humanity 
than the AI poses. Moving on to the guy that got choked out in the subway. This is the new George Floyd. Hey, numbnuts, how about don't be a danger to society and you won't get choked out while you're hopped up on whatever drugs you're on? Consequences for your actions. George Floyd was a woman-beating, drug-dealing, scumbag addict who died because of his own actions. Jordan Neely was a drugged-up danger to society who was arrested over 40 times, and he got what he deserved because there are consequences for your actions. And to prove that even society thought that this guy was a danger to society, this is why I love the internet. Are you ready? Nine years ago, a Reddit post has resurfaced. And this Reddit post from nine years ago appears to warn the public about Jordan Neely as a dangerous maniac and a danger to society. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Jordan Neely Neely is the homeless man who recently died on the New York City subway system while being restrained by other passengers. And guess what? If you're doing something that needs to be restrained and you're all hopped up on drugs, and you die because you were restrained? Whose fault is that? The media and the far-left Democrats have been working overtime to portray Neely as an innocent victim of murder, and New York District Attorney Fat Alvin Bragg has already called the death a homicide. But Jordan Neely has been a long-life loser and has a long-life history of arrests and uh, a habit of disturbing the peace, often on the subway. Now, years ago, like 40 years ago, 30 years ago, this guy was being videotaped on the subway, dancing like Michael Jackson. And he's still on the subway, acting like a loser. Maybe you should get your ass off the subway and get a job. I don't know. Just saying. I'm not saying the guy deserved to die, but I am saying there are consequences for your actions. I'm a loser. He was a loser. I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. So, folks, nine years ago, a post on Reddit said this. Try to stay away from the Michael Jackson impersonator if you see him. Used to be cool, dancing to MJ in the subway train. But as of late, he's become a maniac. This is what the Reddit post said nine years ago. Sometime in late spring, early summer, I saw him in the train. His radio effed up, and he was angry as F, cursing and bad-mouthing commuters, screaming, what the F are you looking at? Don't effing look at me. Totally didn't expect to see him act like that. Ever since that day, he's just been a scary dude to everybody in the subway. He doesn't dress up anymore, no more dancing, just asks for money, and occasionally uh, shouting obscenities and attacking people. Today, however, was odd. Something in the morning. One way on, on my way to school, I'm sitting on a bench, and out of nowhere, here's someone just going off, cursing up a storm, and it was the MJ dude. Huh, that was nine years ago. Consequences for your actions. And hey, kids, if you're watching out there, if you're listening out there, I think you should probably just live by this rule right here. Here we go. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. It really is. (laughs) It really is. Cocaine is a hell of a drug or meth or whatever else makes you do crazy, crazy things. 
But one way you can put a big dent in these pharmaceutical drug companies is by going to CB Distillery. CB Distillery is all natural. If you're taking CB Distillery, there will be no side effects if you're taking CBD. And you definitely won't act like Michael Jackson trying to kill people on subways. So when you go to cbdistillery.com, you can shop by benefit right up here to the top. So if you're looking for anything to help you relax, if you're anything looking for things to help you with relief, help sleep, help for recovery, help with focus, or help your pets, don't put them on crystal meth. Don't go on a New York subway and dance like an idiot. Don't assault people and don't have side effects from medicines that you have no idea what are going to do to you. You know, like those commercials that say, consult your doctor before taking while they show people smiling and pushing their their kids on swing sets they go this drug might cause death loneliness depression you might want to murder your kids you might not have any joy you might not love anybody in your family you might hate yourself you might cut yourself you might you might uh, develop sores you might uh, develop uh, sores when you pee either way consult your doctor and go and get this today no don't do that Go to cbdistillery.com use the promo code LFA get 15% off any product there And don't be a victim of the pharmaceutical companies. Moving on, because we have about 10 minutes left before Mike Crispy and Unafraid comes with the most base producer in the game. And that's this. A family is suing a school district for trannying their kid. It's about time. This stuff should be happening everywhere. By the way, ever seen those commercials? They're so weird. (laughs) This could cause death. What? No, thanks. Eli, would you ever take anything that says this could cause death? Never. Never, two, two Colorado families, I know it does, right? Two, two Colorado families are suing their school district, alleging that the staff encouraged their daughter to join a secret club aiming to transition students and conceal the club's activities from parents. Yeah, that's called pedophilia. American First Policy Institute and Illumin Legal filed a lawsuit Wednesday against uh. Pudre School District, PSD, on behalf of Jonathan and Aaron Lee and Nick and Linnea Jurek, who alleged that their sixth grade daughters were recruited by a teacher to join a Wellington Middle School's Genders and Sexualities Alliance, GSA, art club in May of 2021. And were their teachers encouraged students to change genders? PSD employee um, employees allegedly told the girls to keep the meetings secret from their parents. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Jeremy would be in jail, not filing lawsuits, including that the club has a what happens at GSA stays at GSA policy. Sounds like grooming. Sounds like pedophilia. Sounds like sex with minors. Quote, it's our responsibility to protect their innocence and stop those who are abusing their taxpayer-funded positions. Amen. Amen. This is a quote from the, uh, from the legal company for the parents. It's our responsibility to protect their innocence and stop those who are abusing their taxpayer-funded fun- uh, positions to force a radical political agenda into our nation's youth, Pam Bondi, chair of AFPI's Constitutional Litigation Partnership, said in a statement to the Daily Caller News Foundation, quote, this lawsuit seeks to return the power to parents by reinforcing their constitutional right to govern their child's education and protect their freedom. Amen. Amen. And you want to know the problem in our country, folks? Remember when everybody was screaming about a pedophilia problem in our country? It is true. It is true. And I think these all-ages uh, drag shows, they are a 
a, an epidemic of pedophilia plaguing America. That's what I look at. If I see a drag show, if I see any of this grooming going on, to me, it says there is an epidemic of pedophilia plaguing America, and we as adults, we as taxpayers, we as parents, and we as children of God and Christians need to put a stop to this crap now at all costs. So stop being afraid of them calling you a bigot. Stop being afraid of them calling you a racist and look at them and say, you are plaguing America with your pedophile epidemic and you are sick and you need to be shamed. And I will do it in any store. I will do it in any street corner. I'll do it anywhere. I don't care. I'm not afraid of these scumbags. What are they going to do? Transition me? You're now Jeremina. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. And I think most of America feels the same way I do. That's what I think. How about you? You guys feel the same way I do about that crap? It is a pedophilia pandemic plaguing America. Pigs. That's what they are. Absolute pigs. All right, we got to move on, folks. Um, We have text messages. You know how media matters and all these people are trying to take down Fox News. Good. But trying to take down some of the good people in Fox News like Tucker and Jesse Waters. Well, more text messages now are revealed between Tucker Carlson and Brett Bayer, actually showing concern over the fact that Fox News decision desk called the Arizona election for Biden way too early on election night. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Fox News viewers were furious on election night after the outlet called Arizona for Joe Biden. The Associated Press hadn't even called it yet, remember? That's when a lot of people stopped watching um, Fox News was that night. Tucker Carlson recognized that Fox News core viewers would be angry over their decision to call Arizona while polls were still open. Quote, I continue to think that the company isn't taking the, uh, the uh, and there's some, some kind of exploitive there, I don't know what it means, isn't taking this seriously enough. Tucker Carlson's text message to Brett Bayer said, we need to do something to reassure our, reassure our core audience that our whole they're there, our whole business model. Tucker Carlson asked Brett Baer if there's anything he could do to help stop the decision desk from calling more states. Is there anything, is there any way I can help? Tucker said, obviously I'd never do anything without full approval from the top. We could lose our core audience, Tucker said. Brett Baer told uh, Tucker that he's been asking people up the chain for answers. We've been pushing for answers, Baer told Tucker. I've been, I've pressed them slow, and I think that they will slow walk Nevada. The votes don't come in until tomorrow. Tucker said, please let me know if there's anything that I can do. They don't seem to be, if they don't seem to be obeying, we could really F up what we've built here. And he's right. I've got four more years here, Tucker said, and I'm stuck with Fox. Got to do whatever I can to keep our numbers up and viewers happy. Yes. How about just tell the truth? And Tucker was alluding to that. That's what he was saying. So even on that night, Tucker was as PO'd as we were. Okay. Now here's something that I thought was good news coming from Fox News today. You ready for this? Check this out. Geraldo's appearances on Fox have all been abruptly canceled. Woo! Yes! Yes, if you're going to cancel anybody, cancel Geraldo. I like that. Where's the, uh, where's the, there it is. Get that loser Geraldo off the air too. Can't stand him. He uh, tweeted out, my appearances today and tomorrow 
on the five have been canceled. I'm sure there's a good reason. Never fear. I'll be back next week and the week after next. Stay safe and happy. Thanks. Anybody think he's going to be back next week and the week after next? (laughs) Anybody thinks that the mustache in chief is going to be back the week after next? Well, right now his appearances for the next couple shows have been canceled and he doesn't know why. I have a feeling that he is going to be uh, the next one to... uh, Another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to end the show today with um, Stu Peters, actually. Stu Peters went one-on-one with the BBC, and what I saw was absolutely amazing. Stu Peters is going on one-on-one with the BBC, and he's like, are you vaccinated? And they don't want to answer. He's like, no, no, come on, you vaccinated? Check this out. Incredible. I did want to ask you if you could explain what you think happened. To I think DeMar Hamlin should explain it, don't you think? I mean, your vaccination status is obviously, like, my business now. All of a sudden, it's unprecedented. Never happened before, ever. Are you vaccinated? I got to know. Are you vac- Are you vaccinated? Do you want me to answer that? Well, I'm asking you because I want an answer. I'm not here to talk to myself. Okay. No, uh, if we could go back to DeMar Hamlin. Yeah, but are you vaccinated? Um, I, you know, you can make your own assumptions. What do you think happened to DeMar Hamlin? Are you? Uh, listen, I'll, I'm not going to answer that. Uh, wait, but wait. This has been your business for the last year and a half. So yep. My vaccine status has yep. been your business. Yeah. So instead of me talking, so, well, I wanted to give you the Because, talk, yeah, of course. Damar Hamlin owns, owes everybody an explanation if we're going to go by your philosophy here that my bodily autonomy is all of a sudden your business, right? So, no, uh, the question was, what do you believe happened to Damar Hamlin? Because I think... He got the shot and he died suddenly. You believe he's dead? You ever heard of CPR? <laughs> he got the shot and he died suddenly. You believe he's dead. You ever heard of CPR? <laughs> Stu Peters. I got to get Stu on the network. I do. I got to get Stu on the network. He killed it with that one. Look, folks, LFA TV is going to continue with Mike Crispy and Unafraid. So, folks, that's going to do it for today. Please make sure you rumble on your way out. We always look for as many rumbles as we can. Do not forget to shop with our sponsors because of our sponsors. And you guys, we get to stay on the air and nobody can cancel us. So remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I love each and every one of you. LFA continues with Unafraid and Mike Crispy coming up next. And also, folks, you might see all of the shows put up today, uh, four and four, because uh, Frankie can't be here for the afternoon, so we got to put up all the streams all at once. So keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close. And whatever you do, ladies and gentlemen, keep spreading that gospel. I love you. God bless. Peace.